I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Today, we are going to talk about front of the class mentality and specifically how that looks different from back of the class mentality. So I wanted to share a story with you that I'm sure you can all relate to. I have been doing hot yoga now for many months in a row. I am not an expert in hot yoga by any means, but I do enjoy it. I go about once or twice a week. And I feel incredible when I do it. But I don't consider myself a yogi. I definitely don't consider myself an expert. And for the last many months, however it has been since I've been going, I had been sitting at the back of the class. Or basically, not sitting. I had been coming into the classroom, setting up my mat right by the door, which is at the back of the class, which is the fourth row. This is a classroom that fits about 60 people. It is hot yoga, so it does get rather hot. And the first few times I did it, I wanted to be near the door in case I couldn't do it. I had heard that sometimes people get nauseous, sometimes people get dizzy. And so I had positioned myself strategically right beside the door, which meant that every time the class filled up, People were walking by me, walking around me, tripping over me to get to their spots. I would often get early, get there early so I could set up my yoga mat right at the back of the class, right by the door, just in case anything went wrong, I could have like an easy out, right? Because you don't want to be the person at the front of the class that all of a sudden has to walk out of the class and you're tripping over, you know, 50 people on your way to get there. So in my mind, I was just sort of doing the logical thing. But as I look back now, what I was doing was I was protecting myself from judgment of others. I was protecting myself from the emotional pain of what it might feel like if something went wrong and I needed to leave the class. By positioning myself by the door, I was putting myself in the safest spot possible in this classroom for many, many months on end. Can you relate to that? So I needed to be there. In my mind, this was my spot. And long after I actually felt like I needed this, right? I had you know, been there for many months. I started to get better. I started to get stronger in the poses. The initial reaction to the room being hot, which is something that almost everybody feels when they try hot yoga for the first time, you know, that initial wave of nausea had long passed. I, in fact, had gone many, many classes without feeling sick or dizzy or any of those things that come with hot yoga. And yet I was still clinging to the safest spot possible for me. I hadn't appreciated how much I had grown in the many months. And then something happened a few weeks ago that is a fun story that I really want to share. It was a particularly full class. So probably about 50 people with people still coming in the door. So of course, everyone's tripping over me to get to the empty spots in the room. And the class was getting fuller and fuller. 
And there was a lot of new people in the class as well. And so the instructor had started the class. He was at the beginning of the class. He'd asked everybody to stand. And I turned to my left and there was this young man. It was so obvious. This was his first hot yoga class ever. He opened the door and he looked terrified. And to make matters worse, it appeared from where he was standing like there was no spots in the room. So here he is coming for a first time and I'm right at the door blocking his entrance and the room is full and the only place that he could possibly go was right at the front of the class. And I could tell if this young man had to go to the front of the class, he would rather die. And so, and I knew what was coming next as he looked around and then he looked behind him. He basically was trying to make the decision, should I bother coming in or should I just bail? And so I did something that I had never done before, looking at the teacher and knowing this class and knowing the spaces in the class. I signaled to him. I basically did this. I was like, hey, do you need this spot? I'll go move. And so I picked up my mat, my towel, my water bottle, and I bolted to the front of the class just so this young man could have a spot at the back of the class, which I could tell he really needed. And in that moment, I had to have a little conversation with myself, right? The 30 seconds before I actually made the decision to do this, while this is all happening, I'm having a conversation with myself that looked a little something like this. I should offer to go to the front of the class so that he can have my spot. No, 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 you're not ready for that. But maybe I should offer anyway. Maybe I could be ready. No, 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 you're not ready. Stay here, stay safe. You got here early so you could have this spot. And it went back and forth, back and forth, that micro, these micro conversations between my higher self and my scared little small self having this dialogue. And guess who won? The higher self. The higher self said, you know what? I got this. I'm just going to move. And if I'm not good enough for the front of the class, so be it. But at least I'm more prepared than this person here. And this person really needs my spot. So I made that choice in the moment and I went to the front of the class and oh my God, what a different experience. I have to tell you a whole world opened up for me. So first of all, I had to get there really quickly, set up my mat, set up my towel. Any of you that have done hot yoga knows there's like a little bit of etiquette to this, right? And so the class has already started. I'm trying to get settled as quickly as I can and start to move into those poses without looking like an idiot and also without disrupting anybody else's flow. And I was right smack at the front of the class, face to face with the instructor and then myself in the mirror. Now, all of a sudden, my whole view of the experience is completely different, right? Where I used to stand at the back of the class, all I would see is all these other bodies around me, all these other more experienced people, or so I thought, and I couldn't actually see the instructor very well, and I couldn't actually see my own self in the mirror because I was so far back, I was behind all these other bodies. But now, here I am, At the front of the class, the very first thing that I experienced that felt different was the view. The view was absolutely incredible. I could see the teacher. I could hear the teacher. I could see a lot of the micro movements and nuances of some of these poses that I hadn't picked up on from the back of the class. Not only that, 
I could see myself in the mirror as I'm doing some of these challenging balancing poses. And if you've ever done this, you know that looking at yourself actually can make balancing much harder than if you're just looking at a spot on the wall, right? And you're moving and you're weaving and you're trying to hold still, but you're seeing your own self. So it also forced me to show up in a different way and play a bigger game. If I wanted to actually enjoy the class, I had to get over some of these new distractions that were at the front of the class that weren't at the back of the class. I literally had to come face to face with my own selves and my own fear. And I had to move through that fear. So these are some of the things that I want you thinking about as you think about whether or not you are a back of the class kind of person or a front of the class kind of person. And perhaps in your own business, there are some areas where you are a front of the class person, but perhaps there are some areas that you are a back of the class person, right? You hang back. You let others go first. You treat others like the knowledgeable experts and you treat your own self like the brand new beginner, you know, someone who is in a vulnerable state, somebody who needs to be safe, somebody who needs that exit strategy, right? Like I had being right by the door. Maybe you're doing that in certain areas of your business or your life where you know you could be stepping up and having a different experience, but instead you're choosing to play it safe. Okay. So here's a couple other things that came from this experience. One of the reasons why I didn't go to the front of the class because was because hot yoga is very hot. And I was concerned that if I chose another place in the room, it would actually be hotter than the place that I was used to. So because I was fearful of having that experience, I did not actually, I, I didn't want to choose a spot in the room that I didn't know or I wasn't sure what the environment would be like, I chose to stay safe. But here's what happened. When I moved to a new spot in the room, it was actually a more tolerable temperature. It actually wasn't as hot as I thought in the hot seat, if you get my meaning, right? I actually found it to be quite pleasant. I wasn't dying, and which means I didn't actually need the exit strategy. I didn't need to be beside the door because the new spot that I had chosen was actually more comfortable in some ways than the old spot. The old spot in the room was actually hotter and I would be sweating more so badly that the sweat would get in my eyes and I couldn't see and I'd have to keep wiping my eyes. Here at the front of the room, I had actually found this beautiful spot that it wasn't too hot. Not only that, but because I was right at the front, I was able to stay more present through this experience that I have paid for, that I have set aside time for, that I have set aside my energy for and made a priority. Now I'm actually getting more out of the experience because I was able to stay more present and I was less distracted. I didn't have all these people trying to get by me at the beginning and end of the class. And that spot at the front of the class was far less crowded. There were only a few people in the front row and probably double or triple in the back. So now here I am. I'm not shoulder to shoulder with all these people. I have a bit more space 
and a lot less distraction. So I'm actually able to stay present. I'm actually getting, I'm actually able to get more out of the experience because I chose this new location, if you will. So that was something that was really interesting. Another thing that happened because I was right at the front, I actually rose to the occasion. I performed better in that class because I knew other people could see me. That's right. Take note of that. When we force ourselves to step up, to do things on display, if you will, all of a sudden now we become kind of in this performance mode and we can either thrive in those situations or some of us crumble under pressure. But in this instance on that day, I thrive knowing that here I was at the front. I better do a good job because I have all these other people watching me now. And I have all these other newer people paying attention to me as if I was an expert. So it forced myself to step up and be the expert, even though I didn't feel ready to be the expert. Because here's the thing. You may not feel like an expert all the time, but you are an expert to someone who is not as far along as where you are. We talk about this a lot in my coaching programs. You don't need to know everything to be an expert to a select few people. And that's what happened to me that day. All of a sudden now, I started to feel like one of the good kids in the class. I started to feel like one of the expert yogis, even though only just the class before, I felt like a beginner. By stepping up and forcing myself into this uncomfortable situation, I actually thrived under the pressure. Now, that's not to say I would do that every time. Sometimes I might crumble under the pressure. But in this case, I stepped up, I played a bigger game, and I was rewarded. I was but more focused because I knew these other people were paying attention to me. And that's not to say that it was perfect. In fact, I fell out of some of these poses, as I always do. If you Google traditional hot yoga or Bikram yoga, as it used to be called, and still is called by some today, if you Google that, you'll see that there are, I think it's 26 poses, some of which are quite complex right? They're not for the faint of heart. So here I am holding my leg out in front of my face, trying to balance on one leg in front of a room full of strangers. And I did fall. I did stumble. I didn't do it perfectly. But guess what? I learned how to move through that feeling of failing in front of others. I learned how to do that in one of the most uncomfortable settings that I have ever put myself in, right? There's a pose where you're actually almost cross-legged and you're sitting back and you're balancing on one toe. I swear to God, I fall on my butt more often than not. And I just had to laugh at the whole thing, right? I didn't take myself too seriously. And I learned how to move through some of these uncomfortable feelings like embarrassment, like failing in front of others, like guilt, like shame, like all of these uncomfortable feelings that we feel from time to time. As we're having this human experience, I learned how to move through them with grace. So I want you to think about this. Where in your life are you playing it safe? You're hanging at the back of the class because it's easier. You're clinging to the door because you got that escape route. 
You don't have to be seen. You don't have to be judged. You're doing the easy thing. Where is this happening for you in your life or your business? You are playing safe and you know you're playing safe. Can you think of one example? I know my A players and I have been talking about this lately. We've been talking about choosing to do the hard thing, even though it's the hard thing. And it would be so much easier to choose the safe thing, right? But we're recognizing this. We're recognizing that we're choosing not to move through hard things sometimes. And we're calling ourselves out on that. This creating this kind of self-awareness is actually really, really powerful. I had someone in the A Players program box me this morning and she said, you told me to do this thing and you were right. And when I asked myself why I wasn't doing this thing, the answer was I was being lazy. I knew it was the right thing to do, but I knew I was just choosing not to do it because it was easier not to do it. So thank you for calling me out on that, which I actually didn't even do. She called herself out on that, right? There's always going to be something in your life or business that feels just slightly out of reach, that feels slightly out of your comfort zone at any given time. So I'll leave you with this final question. How could you step up and step out of that comfort zone so that you can experience greater things. Don't think about the pain, the short-term pain of the discomfort of doing something you don't know how to do or you don't want to do. Think about that greater overall experience and think about the person that you become as you move through these hard things, right? The character that you are building in yourself, the resilience that you're building in yourself. This is why having a front of the class mentality is so powerful. It's not so that we can be the star student, be the A pupil, right? A plus student always getting the answers right. That's not what I mean. When I say front of class mentality, I mean you are there to put yourself out there. You're there to try new things, to try the hard things. You're there to be open to failure and You're there because of the growth that you will experience on the way, okay? So think about that. For each and every one of you listening to this, there's probably at least two or three different areas in your life that you could take more of this front of the class mentality. Maybe it's a program you've been wanting to sign up for, but you feel like you're not ready or you've been telling yourself you're not there yet. Maybe it is putting out social media content that forces you to get visible and vulnerable. Maybe it is building that new platform so that you can reach more people, even though you have no idea how to do that thing, right? There's always going to be something that feels uncomfortable. And I encourage you that instead of running from for the hills and avoiding that uncomfortable thing, what if you could embrace that uncomfortable thing? What if you could be that person who was strong enough to make the move to the front of the class and see what happens. That's it for me today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I loved having this conversation with you. And if you found this useful, as always, would you please share it on social media and tag me at Leanne Kim Coach. I would love to hear what you took from this today. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you soon.
Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 